Hey my friends it's Dr Deepika Krishna and welcome to the special episode of Dr D show Hey I am Dr Deepika Krishna and I'm honored to bring world leaders doctors wellness coach and various information in the field of health and wellness with this podcast I have spent the last 15 years studying the human body, treating, learning, speaking and coaching literally on the top levels on the topics of lifestyle, health, immunity, mindfulness and much more. My goal is inspired by my own personal journey and my mission which is to help you and my audience live love thrive which is to feel more vibrant, more healthier, more confident in every area of your life If you like today's episode click a screenshot share it on Instagram and tag me at Dr Deepika Krishna so that I can see you and give you a shout out or send a hi If you want to go to another level of your health through lifestyle modification and holistic approaches then book a one to one session with me or our expert team of doctors and nutritionists only on www.immunosciences.in It's time to level up my friend and reset your health to the next level and find your authentic awesome self and health again So go click on www.immunosciences.in and let us support you in your health and wellness journey. Now without further delay let's jump straight into today's episode. So today our topic is about mental health. The National Alliance of Mental Illness also known as NAMI says that sometimes a funk or a rough patch can be a sign of something much deeper. Do you remember uh, the last time when you felt uh, sad, upset or scared that you have be- you are being a bit off? I know it feels terrible and particularly in this unprecedented time uh, a lot of us are feeling like that. So let's find out more with our today's guest Samantha. Samantha is a mindset coach and she's a travel junkie. So let's find out with her that what is a mindset coach. So Samantha, please tell me. I mean, uh, you tell yourself to be a mindset uh, coach, and you are also a Reiki expert. And you know, I was going through your profile, and you are a travel junkie. Of course, we know that. But could you tell me what is a mindset coach, and what uh, what do you do? So it's so funny working as a mindset coach. It really is something that I was genuinely called to. It's something that came very naturally to me. And just to give you some insight, my background was actually in real estate. So for oh. the past nine years, I have a background in residential real estate and you know buying and selling and investing and all of that. But when I'd be working with clients and when I'd be at a conference like the one that I met you, and people yeah. would ask the question. what do you do mm-hmm. i always found that question was a little bit triggering like i just yeah. cuz i'm like i don't feel like i'm defined by real estate because i'm so much more than that label mm-hmm. so when when i journaled in it and i i really questioned every single day for 2 months like why does this question bother me like why yeah. does it cause me to feel off i finally got my answer after 2 months of journaling and it was because for me 
real estate didn't define me. It wasn't, it, for me, it didn't exist. But what I really did was I would help people through transitions. Mm-hmm. So when I got to the root of the heart of what it was that I did, then I was like, oh, cool. Like, that's it. That's what I do. <laughs> so when we met, you know, where when we met, you know, people would ask, you know, what do you do? And then I'd say, I, I help people through transitions in their life. Absolutely. And I take them from this point to this point. And they say, oh, like, that's interesting. I said, and that's real estate is my vehicle. So in the past couple of years, I've jumped from a vehicle of being in real estate to being a mindset coach, mm-hmm. but I'm still essentially doing the same thing. And it is, in my opinion, it's like my, my genuine God-given gift for the world to come here and serve. And I feel so grateful to be, you know, have found my purpose and my alignment at this point in my life. So, so I help people go through transitions in life. That's mm-hmm. what I like to say. So you're, you're at a place in life and we are all constantly going through transitions. Things are constantly changing. Yeah. Impermanence is one of the only things that is really real. Absolutely. But, um, when people come to me and they say, Sam, I really want a coach. I need to be fixed. Mm-hmm. I just kind of sit there and I look back at them and I think, yeah. you don't need to be fixed. You just mm-hmm. need to be seen for the beautiful, loving light that you really are. Mm-hmm. So when I'm working with the client, when I'm working with someone, I, I sit there and I, I hold the space of the, the true love, abundance, possibility that they are. And I see them as that. And that is really powerful work because through that reflection, they can see themselves. If that makes sense. Absolutely. It makes sense. And particularly, I mean, uh, during these times when, you know, uh, we are in the midst of the pandemic and things are unprecedented. So yes, uh, mindset is one thing which will keep us going. So absolutely. I mean, we have some questions here, Samantha. Could you say just some rules that you are in, at your home environment and you are doing you know, the work of your office and also dealing with your, you know, the members at home, your kids and everybody. How do you balance between both? Ah, uh, work-life balance. So for me to find work-life balance, I think it's very important to have morning routines. Yeah. For me, it's like when I wake up in the morning, your first 40 minutes of the day are the most important because when you first wake up, your brain is actually sort of in the subconscious. You're sort of going between theta and alpha. You're sort of waking up slow, enjoying your day. So it's really important that when you first wake up, you set yourself up with something that's going to serve you and going to set up your day so that you have a positive outlook, which goes back to mindset, Mm -hmm. and that you feel really, really good. I think especially as women, and I have a, a lot of female clients, we tend to naturally, we're very gracious and very nurturing and, and we tend to put everybody else in front of our own needs oh yeah so right it's it's a common thing and especially after you've had mm-hmm. children i don't have children i have a little a little fur baby i've got a little dog that uh-huh. <laughs> that i love but but i think it's very important to carve out time and space for yourself and it's and it's not selfish the thing is and this is what a lot of you know the story that so many of us sort of feel it's like the guilt thing it's not selfish to do that because if you carve out time for yourself you're going to be able to serve everybody else from an overflowing cup as opposed from a a cup half you know empty Mm -hmm. so um the the morning routines and the evening routines is how i've managed to sort of maintain my balance especially through this pandemic yeah um it really it really really helps do you do do you, you have a morning routine 
Oh yes, I think you, it's very important, particularly during these days. You have otherwise, you know, there's no certainty of anything. So I do have a morning routine, but I generally skip it during the weekends. But I try to follow it. You know, uh, but it's not much elaborate. Like you know, we are not allowed to roam out as we are not allowed to go to the gym these days. But yes, a bit of yoga, meditation, you know, and then hanging up out with kids and doing some uh, work. Yeah. That that is the morning routine. What what's your morning routine? If you'd like to share. Yeah, absolutely. So I wake up, and the very first thing I do, I just wake up, and the minute I wake up, I feel like you have a decision with whether you're going to get out of bed or whether you're going to stay in bed, especially if you're at home. So I just I open my eyes and I just get up. So like immediately get up and I go yeah. to my. I have an area in my home that is set up for meditation. It's got candles. It's got crystals. It's got.、Mm. It's just my sanctuary. So. I go to my spot. I put on my eye mask, and the first thing I'm doing, meditation. So, oh, you、uh, put on your eye mask. That that that's a good idea. That's a really totally. Good yeah, it really it really helps. Just you know, it just helps keep everything closed, and it helps also. Like I wear my eye mask in two places when I'm meditating, and always when I'm flying. So it's just、mm-hmm. like those. So、yeah. I put it on. It's like positive reinforcement too. Like it helps you get into your deeper state. So. Yeah, meditation, and then I'll do、um, anywhere from twenty to an hour and forty-five minutes. So I know it is a little bit longer, but even twenty minutes minimum a day.、Mm-hmm. Then I'll do journaling. So yeah, very important. Yeah, very important for self-inquiry, self-reflection. And then I usually do、um, some Kriya yoga as well. So what yoga you say? Kriya yoga. Okay, Kriya yoga. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'll just you know I'll have a kriya that I do, and I'll do it for a couple of minutes just to stay grounded there, and、um, some tapping as well. So I'll incorporate EFT tapping into my day as well. So, and then at that point, my energy, my outlook. Oh, and the last thing, very important, gratitude lists. Oh yes, absolutely. So, yeah. So、uh, for our audience who don't know,、uh, you know, tapping is, is energy tapping. I think we are talking here about energy tapping. And、yes. uh, yeah, gratitude and journaling—it helps so much. Even Samantha, a lot of time, even I am in my thoughts, and you're not able to get the answer. I just pick a you know any diary journal and just keep on writing, writing, writing. Then I think it it really helps. You know, eventually you come out with the solution. You know, whatever you're feeling, you just pen down, which really helps. And yes, gratitude—it's a big yes. It's it's a big big shout out to gratitude because. Yeah, it does wonders with me also. <laughs> right, it's so powerful.、Yeah. And an example, actually, from Tony Robbins that I love is that he's almost like I was. So it's like you have a video camera. Imagine you go to a party and you've got a video camera, and the entire you're looking through this little lens, and the entire time you're at this party, you're looking at this corner of this couple fighting. It's like in the entire、mm-hmm. time there's a couple fighting in the corner, and that's what you're seeing. You're gonna leave the party and thinking. Oh my gosh, the party was horrible. You know,、yeah. people were fighting the whole time. Bad energy. Whereas all you needed to do was shift your perspective a couple degrees to the left, and you would have seen the woman dancing on the table, having the time of her life.、Mm-hmm. So gratitude journaling really shifts your perspective. It takes you know waking up and consciously looking and saying, "I am so grateful for." This home, I am so、yeah. grateful for this communication. The fact that even though we're separated, we live in an age where we have access to people all around the world. 
Absolutely. Even uh, we have so much of scientific studies behind it that yes, gratitude writing also boosts your uh, good hormones. You know, which makes you because you experience the same feeling again. You are reliving the same feeling whenever you're writing it. So yes, you are again. You know, releasing your pleasure hormones, which is. Make, which makes you feel good and also i think while you are writing gratitude you really have the sense of abundance you know you you really uh, feel that you have so much and i think you know compassion humbleness it just comes up with with gratitude i mean i'm talking about me i don't know about others you know that what happens with me when i am doing uh, gratitude listing yeah. yes this mantra could you tell us you know uh, particularly for our women these days who are stuck at home you know a lot of us used to move out with and, and you know a kind of de-stress was meeting your friends particularly your girlfriends you know where you can ch chat you can discuss your problems so those things are not happening anymore you know and you can just talk over phone which is it's good but then you know you don't get that much of um, i don't know there's something missing over there so could you suggest that what the women out there should do to you know keep their mental peace going on or if they have some kind of crisis in their life whether it's a job crisis because a lot of us are facing that all these kind of crisis how do we deal with uh... so it's it's interesting because for me it always goes down to your mindset and a mm -hmm. lot of it looks at how are you framing your situation how are you looking at your situation are you looking at it like a doomsday oh my gosh poor me the world is ending and looking at it that way or can you reframe the way that you look at it and say this whole crazy pandemic like nobody like the, the carpet was sort of pulled underneath the entire world at the same time it is mm. a lot going on but can you look at it and say okay amongst all this chaos it's also an opportunity for a pause it's an opportunity for me to get to know me even more it's an opportunity where yeah a lot of stuff is actually coming up there's a lot of resistance and a lot of emotional things that people are actually cuz we're not busy anymore but you're actually giving yourself the time and space to be able to feel it and that is so powerful so mm -hmm. i think like i always say the most important relationship you have is the is one looking in the mirror is the one with you is absolutely so what could you do to strengthen the relationship with you in this time what can you do to really like look in the mirror and love the person that is looking back to you a little bit more mm -hmm. and i mean there's so many different tools and things that you can pull on depending on you know how you feel and different techniques to process different emotions cuz i think it's important to honor if you feel anxious if you feel angry if you feel scared the worst thing you can do is actually push those emotions away and just put yeah. a smile on your face and i feel like in society that's a lot of times what we've been doing you know like just put a smile on your face hey i'm good are you good i'm good i'm good it's mm. like did you even really have a conversation in that exchange whereas now it's like space to actually look at the feelings that were probably inside of you even before all of this and process and release and let go and and make your life better it's an yeah. opportunity yeah i think you know one should discuss with your uh, you know friends your partner whoever it is because like you said a lot of time uh, a lot of us we just don't discuss our feelings particularly if we are hurt or something i think emotions are absolutely okay the way we share our happiness similarly the grief or any kind of sadness should be shared as well because all of them 
Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I think currently everyone has the question that how to deal at this situation, because uh, you know it's out there. We don't know the treatment. We it's you know when it is coming out. All the research has been happening, but nothing is out still there. And there's a kind of scare. You know, even if we don't talk about it, or even if we don't discuss about it, a lot of time kids are also, you know, facing the same kind of things. I have seen a, uh, I, even I got to know a lot of kids who are uh, sitting at their home quietly. You know, they're not discussing. They've gone to their shell because I feel that, you know, when the news channel is on, they are been watching the news. They are listening to their parents talking about those things. What do you suggest? You know, what? How do one deal, particularly a parent? uh with a kid who is you know doing all kind of tantrums and you know getting over irritated or being very quiet uh what do you suggest for that so i always like to say like for anybody when it comes to parenting questions i always have so much grace for mothers and fathers because you honestly don't know until you're in that situation and it's so easy for someone who's like not a parent to try to be yeah. like you should do this you should do that and absolutely i feel like parenting is the one thing that i'm like i've got no clue but <laughs> like but um what i would recommend because it's easy right when you don't have kids it's a bit different but oh, what to do with your child i mean it really just depends on your personal situation like the situation that you have in your home where you're living like fortunately for me right now i'm in um a very quiet canadian city I think yeah. there's maybe a few couple cases. So a part of me doesn't feel the same pressure in that sense because it's, mm -hmm. it's very isolated. It's very small. But I was actually in Los Angeles four months ago when this whole thing hit and when it was getting really bad. And if you saw, I don't know if the stores were like this where you were too, but like empty shelves, no toilet paper. And there was like this mass panic that was yeah. like everyone was really, really scared. And, um, I remember my partner and I, we just like looked at each other. We're like, we just, we have to anchor in a future vision. We have to anchor in what it's going to look like when we get through this, however long it's going to be. Because I think a lot of the anxiety is with the, the big question mark of like, how long are we going to have to live this way? Like how long? Exactly. Is this, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's a fear of the unknown. It's the fear of the future. But I find that a lot of the fear and a lot of the anxiety will come when you're either in the past or when you're in the future. But if you can bring yourself to the moment some way, mm -hmm. all of a sudden you'll find that, that it, it goes from like maybe a, a, a nine to like a seven. Like you can bring that fear down, you can bring that anxiety down, but find things that you can do in the moment now that will help you sort of like stay here and not worry mm -hmm. about, you know, the, future. the state of the world, the future. Yeah, yeah. And that's, it's challenging. But at the same time, going back to what I said before, having the carpet ripped from underneath us, you know, you can look at it as like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And that frame of mind, or you can say, this is, this is the way it is. There's a gift in everything. It's just, we don't know what the gift is yet. We don't know what's mm -hmm. coming through, but, but how can I make the most out of this situation? Mm. I think, yes, yeah, that's, that's right. That how can I make most of those situation? But uh, you do know a lot of us, we are pushing ourselves the same way, you know, just asking the same question that how can we push? And of course, you know, um, I think it has been a productivity competition these days because everyone is on to do, you know, let's do this. Let's do either we are working out or we are doing business or, you know, some kind of mission 
the elders you know us we have set but kids somehow are missing you know their ambitions they are missing their friends they are you know constantly uh, i think it is causing a bit of uh, irritation with them and i uh, you know we have got a lot of questions as well that kids are not opening up they are afraid how to deal with kids uh, kids are getting cranky so much so uh, yes like i said samantha it's really a common question and uh, because a lot of people have asked me so do you think scheduling the kids routine would be good during these days i would i would bring mm -hmm. i would bring them into the routine i yeah. would see what you could do together and another thing that um kids are like sponges in a way like as you're growing up you're looking around the world to sort of like learn about the world, right? Like a lot of, you know, like they're sort of looking. So what, what, like all you can do, and I firmly believe this, all you can do is look in the mirror and control yourself. You've got no control over anyone else. So what can you do to mm. not be better, but be more mindful, be more present, be more so that you can be that reflection to your child in a way. So yeah, give, I would do a morning routine. I would see what you can do to have like, like, fun in the house like do something different kind of spice things up get creative like what did we do before um you know times change so fast so it's like i don't know what could you do that like like before yeah um, maybe being creative is a good idea because i think kids they love creative whatever probably you know what i did samantha that i asked my kids to write down you know what the things they like and the things they don't like and then we work together on the things they like and the things i like them for them to do so yes yeah. we have made out piece you know uh, you know we just go you know, one one your thing one my thing and we have formed some kind of schedule which is really helping with my kids for as of now but i don't know you know whether you know they will be sustaining on the same uh, routine in the future because i think they just want a quick change you know they just don't want to stick to a same routine but yes i think that is a wonderful idea to do just find out what your kids uh, want you know what are they keen into go deep and uh, talk to the kids and if they are aloof a lot of time so please talk to the kids that's very important you know like we discussed that it's very important to discuss your feeling rather than hiding away or you know please do not ignore the feelings because no uh, embrace yeah it. it's embrace really it. be open invite the feelings because when you push them away when like we said when you try to just have a smile on your face pretend like everything's okay or avoid it that's when pressure builds up because those feelings are they're a part of you they're telling mm -hmm. you something like a lot of times when we get anxiety it's actually our bodies trying to communicate with us yeah but when we cut ourselves off of like we can only feel these joyful happy like perfect emotions mm. then like we're cutting up we're cutting a part of ourselves off and that's just that's not healthy and then yeah. that can roll into you know stress and you know like and then illness and and it fester up in different ways mm -hmm. well you do a lot of podcasts so what what are the topics generally and what was your most uh, uh, hot hot topic you know, which got the maximum reviews could you share something on that so I think so my podcast is called Hello Beautiful and it's a women's empowerment space. So each week I interview a different woman from all over the world and she comes on and she shares her authentic vulnerable story. But also but in an empowered way. So we actually talk through all of my episodes. We go to some of her darkest moments, like oh. things that we, So it's really interesting and the one thing I can tell you with 
certainty is that every single woman that I've spoken to has said that their most challenging times and their most darkest days were actually taught them the biggest lessons and were catalysts mm. for the biggest change in their life. And when I ask all of my guests, when you, would you go back, would you change anything? They said, absolutely not. As difficult as it was in the moment to go through some yes. of those things, it was worth it because I grew so much. So that's another point just for this time of uncertainty and this time of massive growth, you know, to remember that there are gifts within the space that things are changing. But my most, my most hot topic episode, oh, I brought my mother on. So one of the, oh, one of the people, yeah. That's lovely, that's lovely. So that was really, really special. So to bring my mother on and to share our relationship because our relationship, we had a very good relationship to a point and then uh -huh. for about a decade, we went through a challenging period where energetically there was just this block between us and we couldn't see eye to eye. And we went through this jarring stage of our, of our, our lives, and, but we overcame it. So we went and we shared raw and real mm -hmm. behind the scenes of that dynamic. And I think my audience and people were, you know, loved listening to it because in our life, but sometimes it's the people that are closest to us. It's our parents, it's our children, it's our Absolutely. Friends yeah. that like teach us our biggest lessons. Mm. So yeah, that was a, that was a very special episode to me. And actually this week, I'm going to be bringing on my boyfriend. He's the first male guest. And uh, we're going to give a little behind the scenes of that dynamic as well, because we're actually separated by border. So he's in Los Angeles now yeah. and I'm in Canada. And it's been four months that we haven't been able to see each other. And we don't know when we'll, we will. I know it's very sad. Although, I mean, I hope he is good as well because we have the audience here. I have met him and he's a very charming person uh, by heart as well. And you said that tough times make us more stronger. And in fact, I read somewhere, Samantha, that, you know, uh, if you are getting a lot of, you know, people dislike you or you are facing some troubled time, just write down those things and how you came out from that step by step and also always have a list of your haters that that was pretty interesting you know <laughs> because I um, okay. yes i mean have the list of your haters and uh, the people who dislike you because uh, at the time of of crisis you know when you are in, stuck with uh, somewhere like that that is the time when you can recall those people and you know do your best because that will give you more energy and you know, a, a kind of anger you know i think sometimes anger also works towards uh, your benefit i think yes yeah, so that was very interesting which i uh, read and i feel it works as well so yes That's friends do do keep the list of your haters. <laughs> I've never heard that before, but I like it. It's like, you know, and the people who doubt you or the people who don't believe you. And the thing I like to say, and I think this is also very important, is that when people doubt you, when they judge you, when they're anything, like they're just doing the best with what they know. For some yeah. reason, the way that you're living your life is rubbing up against one of their insecurities and then they're feeling exactly. it. And they're being defensive, so they're projecting it on you. But when people are mad at you or frustrated at you or hate her towards you, it actually has nothing to do with you and everything just to do with themselves. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that, that's very well said, yes. It's, you know, it's their fault. It's not our fault. We are doing our best. Love yourself and just stay the way you are. And in a way, just to add to that, 
another thing I invite your, your audience to do, or anybody listening, be mindful of the people who trigger you. Like, who is it that you might hate? Because that has nothing to do about them. Because when you point a finger, there's three pointing back at you. But oh, yes. So what can you learn from this person? Why is that person triggering you? Like, slow it down. Get curious. Because I guarantee you that there's, like, a nugget of inner mm. work and a wisdom within that space that if you just start kind of getting curious and digging and working on, you know, you could have a really big breakthrough. Yeah, absolutely. And be grateful yeah. for that person. I know, be grateful for that person because he or she, you know, made, made you do more better in your life. Well, uh, so Samantha, you said that you do some, you know, energy practices as well, uh, you know, energy tapping. Is there any kind of energy tapping which you can tell our audience here and they can, you know, practice at home? Um, a very simple thing if it is not very complicated. So with energy tapping, and I do my own practice, I kind of just go on my, um, my own scripts usually. So I usually have a script in front of me. But essentially what you're doing is you're working with the meridian points, the meridian system. And the meridian is essentially like your energetic highway within mm -hmm. it's like a super highway of energy that flows so your points that you tap or that i tap are right here okay this right one right here so oh. this one right here and right okay so you go through and you tap here mm -hmm. and you just basically so you tap here you tap here i just want to show mm -hmm. where the points are is you there any here how many times do we tap it doesn't really matter when you tap you want to say so depending on what it is you're going through or depending on what it is you're feeling mm -hmm. you tap so like you could tap to have a good day like that's one that sometimes i'll do is just like um taking full responsibility for my life i choose to have a good day mm -hmm. and then and you say i choose to make today amazing i choose to be open to the abundance that's out there so each time you tap you say like a sentence that feels really good but you also so you go you would go here here, mm -hmm. here, okay, here, okay, yeah, here, mm -hmm. here, chin right here, ah, and then on your chest right there, okay, and then lastly, right, or actually, that we right here, and then and then that's it, and then you go back to your head. So what you do is you go through that cycle, you go through that pattern and essentially say whatever mantra or whatever, whatever you want to program into your day, you go and you tap and you repeat that. And you'll find that if you go through a process, it usually takes about, for me, I do it for about 10 minutes or so. It's a little bit longer, mm -hmm. but as you do this, you, um, you, you, Tap say the mantras. This energy. Yeah. And say your man and say, like, I, ch I choose to have a good day. I choose to make today amazing. I choose to see the brighter side of every situation, mm -hmm. even though something might trigger me and might cause me to go a little bit off track. I'm choosing to bring myself back. So as you go through, you can do it for money. You can do it for relationships. You can tap anything out. But if anybody's curious, um, EFT tapping, you can, yes. I like EFT yeah, and it, okay. And um, and I like whose scripts I usually follow. It's um, a gentleman by the name of Brad Yates. And you could you spell it? B R A D. Okay. Y A T E S. So okay. Brad Yates, I believe that's what it is. So yeah. I go to his site, and depending on how I feel, he's got a whole uh, library on YouTube of different. EFT tapping videos that you can just pull up 
and anywhere from five to 10 minutes or to 12 minutes and, and go through that process. It's really great. Oh, lovely. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that, Samantha. And uh, I think we have to end the session. Uh, we are running a little out of time. So please, any departing uh, you know, message you want to give to our audience today you know, to boost their energy, to you know, stabilize their mindset or anything which you want to share, please go ahead. I think just all in all, give yourself space and give yourself grace. So give yourself the space to feel whatever it is that's coming up and give yourself grace for whatever it is. Like don't judgment, like no judgment. So that's the thing, like whatever it is, the point is to observe it without mm. judgment and just as it is. As, and um, it's, it's something I learned through Vipassana. I'm not sure if you've done or heard of or done uh, you, I've heard it from you only that you, I, I remember you practicing a Vipassana for a month or so. I'm like, what is it? You said that, please go ahead and tell our audience what is it? So Vipassana is a style of meditation. It's a 10-day silent meditation. So you go to a specific center, and um, for 10 days, there's no reading, no writing, no communication, no Ooh. eye contact, no touch. It's 11 hours of meditation. So what it does is it actually, because you're, you're so removed from like the external stimulus, you're yeah. able to get very subtle and deep layers within yourself. And what you get to experience through that type of like deep meditation is the impermanence of life. So as you're sitting there and as you're meditating, all of a sudden you get an itch. And the reaction mm -hmm. is that you want to scratch the itch. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. But in, yes. But in, but in Vipassana, you just sit, you observe the itch, you breathe through it without, without reaction, and then eventually the itch uh, goes away. Mm -hmm. So then another gross sensation will come up. You observe the sensation, you use your breath, you observe it without judging, without moving, without anything. And eventually, maybe 20, 40 minutes, an hour, maybe a couple days later, that sensation will go away. And so I think it's important just to not judge how you feel and realize that things are always changing. So this moment, you might feel super, super happy and super, super good. This too shall pass. The next mm. moment, you might feel bad, but that moment too shall pass. So just remember that no matter how you're feeling in the moment, that it's going to change and just do what you can to be present. And yeah, it makes a huge difference. Absolutely. I love that. Uh uh, you know, I, I, I'm simply loving those uh, ideas. I do follow these things. Thank you so much, Samantha. It was a pleasure talking to you. A big, big thank you for all those who managed to listen to the end of the session, sending you warm wishes and good health. If this podcast has in any way motivated you to embrace your health, wellness and lifestyle, then don't forget to like, follow and subscribe to this channel. I love reading your comments, so don't hesitate and please send me your reviews, love and support. If you wish me to have some special guests over then, please drop their name in the comment section below. My team will make the magic happen for you. I will meet you in the next podcast with another amazing topic for you. Dr. D is now signing off. Until we meet again, stay healthy, live consciously and love endlessly.